Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone, Ben here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. S.J. Costello. Hale McAnulty. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards.
Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Rusty Grill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM Alex Newell and with me today I have... James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, Ben Meredith. And who are you playing? Sir Burton McCuffingham. I'm in Salah Haroon Al-Tahan. Sasha Rackett. Uh-huh. <laughs> change! No. All change is bad! Sol's gone off to find himself. Yeah. He's going to be volunteering somewhere. Maybe he's building a school. Yeah, Maybe taking a gap. Yeah. Going to be going, great. Yeah. Going uh, trekking. Yeah. He's going to come back to some Tibetan prayer flags. I'm just going to go down uh, to Thailand and just just experience. Experience a chundad. I'm glad he's gone now. <laughs> there was that bubbling under the surface. <laughs> So yeah, Zolf has had to depart the party. It's all a bit tragic, really, but it turns out that um, it's creative differences. Yeah, uh, differences, yeah. Something, something to say, and and I, I quite like you saying that Bertie has to be in, aiming out, not out, aiming in. So with Zolf missing, we're now uh, having to carry on lumbering on with three, and we'll we'll try and make do. I'm sure someone. You find else... the average speed of the party has just gone up. <laughs> <laughs> that <hurts>. Correct. <laughs> this is true. So. No doubt you'll be turning up soon enough, Ben. But in the meantime, we have Sasha, Hamid, and Bertie who have just sort of reconvened-ish as Bertie There was continues. a nasty scene in a restaurant which we quickly patched up and left. Correct. And How much money do we have left now? We've got to pay for a restaurant. We now find Fine. you back on the streets of Prague, just far enough away from the incident so that it's not going to be causing you any further trouble. You know, in some ways I have eaten enough today. Perhaps we don't need dinner, Sasha. My God, you're ill! Hamid, are you all right? Hamid, Hamid, I'm here! Hamid! Follow my finger! Follow my finger, can you see my finger? Oh, I God, can't. This is, this, is <laughs> this is... This is very carefully. I'd forgotten how well, nice this is. Well done, Bertie. Um, do you have somewhere to stay, Bertie? We should probably head up to the university tomorrow morning, I think. Ah, yes, excellent. I have uh, accommodated myself in uh, salubrious but modest lodgings. Well, we might as well join you there. So Zolf has decided to uh, leave. Oh dear! So tomorrow's plans. Well, we <laughs> we, we still need to deal with. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot to deal with, but he was actually doing some important stuff. Well, I suppose we could always acquire some healing potions, and if we need anything dampened, um, then. So I think we should advertise for another member of our adventuring group. Very well. Hmm. What do we require? Well, maybe someone who can heal. Uh, yeah, not that any of us would like need healing on the regular. Like we're all we're all quite tough. But uh, somebody somebody that could say do that and it. it I mean, healing is definitely a useful skill to have. But as as Bertie says, that we could we could get potions. But I think it's Universal more important. Universal access to healing sounds like socialism to me. I prefer an insurance based system. So, so what if someone had like a pre existing need? <laughs> <laughs> a, and, and a and a pay by you system didn't I really. Think, I just think someone who fits in with us is the most important thing. Are you to saying look. good you want a cultural coach? fit? You so want... perhaps we could consult our alumni network, Hamid. I. That's not exactly what I meant. No. I could consult my alumni network. Where did you matriculate? <laughs> I didn't think you'd gone to university, Sasha. I mean, I'd just shout into a shadow. If you think that would find someone. Polytechnic sounds like to me. Thirty. Anyway. Down this down this there's, there's, there there's might some, be someone. There's some financial and contractual matters to take care of, obviously. We've got to sell all the 
things we've acquired and divide up the money according to the contract. And, well, I think maybe it'd be best if I took Zolf's role in the existing contract with the meritocrats, if you don't mind me, and then we'll have the same terms and conditions with the new group. What was the uh, proportion of uh, income that, that Zolf had? Was it different from the rest? No, we all have it. We all had twenty-five percent. Bertie makes we'll a couple. continue of, that way. Sorry, Bertie makes a couple of quick mental calculations about the possibility of. Uh, so, if he assumes leadership of the party, as is his noblesse oblige, etc., then uh, he won't be able to duck out at some future stage quite <laughs> as easily. So, he's going to be much more on board with this. But I feel the need to explain that out of character because that's not a thing he would say. Yes, the thing that will happen. It's good to know things. <laughs> I pointedly don't respond to Bertie muttering under his breath. <laughs> but nobody must know. <laughs> this is my true motivation. Sasha Ma- and Hamid share a glance. <laughs> yes. Might I propose a motion that we divide the loot uh, so far uh, thus acquired before we recruit Fourth oh, of the absolutely. Party. We have to currently. The contract says that any loot we've acquired up to now means uh, a twenty-five percent share has to go to Zolf. So I've said that we'll put it into a bank account under his name. Oh, I suppose that's very fair. Yes, fine, excellent. Of course, we must do right by Mister Smith. Of course, obviously, that's totally fine. Your you contracts breaking them don't doesn't go that. that yes, well, no, apparently not. So we had to do this as well. Great. Brilliant. Can we got that sorted? Yeah. I've also been thinking about the name. Oh! We're working on it. Oh, we no, I don't. I just don't like it very much. Neither do I. It's terrible. I've come up with an alternative. What alternative? Uh, so, the London and Other London Outstanding Mercenary Group. Is there an acronym? Well, the, the, the acronym is L-O-L-O-M-G, which I don't think is very good. <laughs> It doesn't really mean anything. No, no, I can't think of any other organisations that have that acronym. So there'd be no copyright implications, and I, I don't I can't, think so. I can't think of any deeper cultural reference, no. resonance that, that that might have at all that might that might impinge upon us in any way. So I think that's an excellent and thoroughly original suggestion. So let me just uh, write I... that down in my notes. That's London and other London outstanding mercenary group. All right. I like the fact... Guys, I've had that in the barrel <laughs> so long. <laughs> Waiting for the perfect moment. You think you're 30 episodes away. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> oh, that feels good. I was like, the king is dead. Now is my time. <laughs> oh my gosh, we didn't think about the effect. <laughs> and thus is... Lacent megalomania came forth. <laughs> I've got my my bedroom at home is just covered of lists of potential names. It's like all of them crossed out. It's like a beautiful mind, but for puns. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I quite I quite like the idea that Hamid starts referring to himself in the third person as part of this power trip. <laughs> Hamid is pleased with these developments. <laughs> Hamid will now proceed. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Go. <laughs> so what? It'd be such a good evil. <laughs> So what are your short-term and long-term goals now? Well, I think if we... um, Wait, why am I responding in character to an out-of-character question? Oh, why he's transcended the damn game. (laughs) (laughs) Kill him now! Percy and Sasha look at each other as Hamid appears to be addressing the wall. (laughs) (laughs) But not the first or the second or the third one. Um, Let's get this podcast back on track, shall we? Uh, I think we go back to the hotel Bertie has already moved into, stay there overnight, and sort out going up to the university level the next morning. You know what? That sounds like a great plan. And so it begins. 
you all head to the hotel, sleep, and everyone give me a will save. Oh, okay. Yeah. Natural 20. Okay. 18. Okay. 19. Okay. So total 20. Sasha, give me a fort save. Ooh. One. Oh dear. Right. Well, first things first, you all sleep well, and two out of three here wake up well. The other one, Sasha, you wake up a little bit stiff jointed. You uh, go look at yourself in the mirror and have a decidedly grey pallor, and you find that your uh, wounds have started weeping again. They're, they're back, they're lingering, it's not great. Yep. You reckon you could probably get... Is the bed properly like, like uh, is she lost enough blood to be... You will have to change your undershirt, but I reckon that you can probably pass it off. Uh, tell you what, just give, do a disguise give, I was going to say, give me a disguise check if you want, and you can just yeah, yeah. see she's, if you can pass yourself off as fine. Disguise it. Ooh, that was a nine plus... Tries to pass herself off as a cheering shroud. Fails. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen, that is enough to basically cover yourself against all normals who are looking at you. If the others want to actively check against it, but they have no reason to be suspicious, fifteen is kind of your default. Yeah, I I can pass. But he has very little interest in any woman's body. Funnily enough, yeah. So, um, like... Maybe you use a little bit of the makeup from the thing to uh, improve your like colour, and then you yeah you change your undershirt and just dab at it, and it seems to pass it off for now. You don't feel particularly awful, just like slightly hungover, something like that. So, you are all then naturally going to be attempting to head to the university, as far as I understand it. Um, yeah, there are meritocratic offices on the university level. There are meritocratic. There's a meritocratic office on the university level, and there's a meritocratic office in the city. Yeah. The primary meritocratic office is actually in the city, not the university. It just has a branch in the university. Yes. Well, isn't there supposed to be a meritocrat in the university? Oh yes, I mean, knowledge local, everybody. Well, I mean, you know they're dead, aren't you? Fourteen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to bother rolling. You get a bonus because you've been to Prague before. Yeah, but either, like, if it's super famous stuff, I know it. Sure. If not, I mean... So, Hamid and Sasha are aware of it, and Sasha, you could probably get there easily. What in our world is, you know, Prague Castle, so you have the city, and then up on a hill, effectively overlooking the city, far side of the river, you have a large, large slope, and then an extremely large castle, palace thing at the top of it. Well... What is Prague Castle here is known as Bola's Roost. And yeah. it is... Nice. Yeah, it's still overlooking. It's slightly larger than our reality's version, but architecturally it's it's very similar. Bolo is known to uh, sleep most of the time and tends to just stay stay with the horde and so on. So naturally the, the building might be smaller than you'd think for a, a dragon to comfortably move around in but I'm sure it's fine. I still really like that these are the kind of six beings or five beings who have saved humanity but they still have to sleep on a big pile of gold because they are at heart a dragon. Hey I, I, I said horde. You assumed gold. Could be zombies. You don't know. Yeah. Mm. Could be just carrying them around like a palanquin. <laughs> yeah. just, just a thousand zombies. Uh, could, it could be books. Be, yeah. Or it could mm. be a hoarding. So just big, <laughs> big poster advertising. Sleeping and... dragon here. Roll up, roll up. <laughs> Look at the snoozy dragon. Actually, uh, you've got to let sleeping dragons lie. Oy. So it says, "Look at the awake dragon." <laughs> it's 
No, interesting you're talking about hoarding. It's lying. Bolo's Roost is overlooking the city. That's the primary headquarters, let's call it, of the meritocrats. But yeah, there is a branch in the university which would probably be able to sort all of your needs given that they can magically communicate and so on because not everything ran through Mr. Seeling. And mm -hmm. you're in a city that's mostly run on magic, mm -hmm. which is kind of its own thing. So what's the plan? I think that we should go, to the uh, go shopping separately. Um, that we should all... Well, the shops are much better uh, on the upper level, where all those, the uh, academics uh, and students hang out. Right, okay. I mean, yeah, just, I guess, so long as we can just do our shopping on, on our own and see, yeah. Well, I mean, we could, I guess we could, if you want to do some shopping on your own, we could do shopping most of the day today and meet back here early evening. Uh, so I don't want to delay the plans, but Sasha will want to get to a medic, like... Okay, yeah, well, let, let's have a day where we can all uh, do some... I'll, I'll, I'll try and liquidate the assets and divide them up as quickly as possible, and mm -hmm. we can just uh, get what we need. I know you were talking about getting some new boots or something, Bertie. Excellent, yes, I have heard tell of winged boots that might allow me to soar through the skies like a falcon, swooping in and amongst the clouds, yes, soaring majestically over the horizon, not too close to the sun. Have you been watching the shopping channel again? I could if I wanted. Which was only some kind of canal covered in barges in this universe. <laughs> the shopping canal. <laughs> <laughs> they keep going as a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> they keep traveling. <laughs> it's a well-known brand of street theatre. <laughs> so I am presuming that you are all therefore intending to reconvene to then head up to the university later after yeah, you've got the money. Yeah, early evening. So we can meet for like dinner at that restaurant again. Well, maybe a different one since. So, with that in mind, then, I am going to accelerate time insofar as you all peel off and deal with your various chores before heading up to the university. Sasha goes to a healer. Okay, Sasha wants to go to a healer. Hamid is... So the first thing I'm going to do is sell everything we have mm -hmm. uh, and divide up the, the money so that everyone gets... Uh, so we've actually, to peek behind the curtain, we've worked all this you know admin stuff out ahead of time because it's really boring, boring to listen to yeah. we spent 20 minutes googling and looking through textbooks in order to find out what we wanted to purchase so did i it turned out it was irrelevant <laughs> well you know these things happen it's what happens when you immediately retire i blame you that's fair enough flicking yeah. through the books and working out what we wanted it was like being eight and going through the argos yeah. <laughs> and bertie you have a small amount of time to kill a few hours what do you do oh uh, well he's got uh, bertie's got to uh, um fence his pile of jewels because he's got still got his carthaginian jewels okay cool in which case then i am going to uh, bounce between you all very very quickly so uh so along with selling and shopping Hamid will also visit the meritocratic offices to make sure the contract is transferred mm -hmm. from to him. that's absolutely fine so with that in mind, then, I'm going to start with you, Bertie. You are attempting to fence your your goods, etc. Yep. Your your Carthaginian jewels. Carthaginian jewels. Yes, quite. Not quite the family jewels, but close enough. Give me a perception check. Your family's Carthaginian. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, 19 minus 1 is 18. Oh, what's happened? You've started rolling perception rolls. I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> He's taken my power. <laughs> <laughs> well... First thing that you do is you start heading up to the areas that are down in the city on the off chance that you can, you know, shift those jewels mm -hmm. actually with people who are going to deal with mundane items rather than mm -hmm. magical because they were just jewels. As you're doing so, you have a wander around and there are some people who are interested but no one's really willing to take a punt on it. 
then you have one person who's just like, Oi! 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 Is he just wandering around splashing? Oi! Why is he? He's going to sort of pawnbrokers yeah, and jewellers and goldsmiths and, and that sort of thing. Walking around going, Jules! Jules! <laughs> I have jewels! Anybody? Jules! 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 A man named sale. Jules comes up and he's like, hello? No, not no, you, Jules! Not you, Julian! Go away! <laughs> so, this, this uh, person is. They have a stall. It's, it's, it's fairly like humble, but it's there. Just going, oi! 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 Bertie notices on that roll, presumably. Yes, he does. Oi! Oh, hello. Oi. This is a this is a lovely, humble little stall you have here. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're looking to shift them, yeah? I'm looking to sell these jewels for money, hmm, so, more freely convertible currency. You are addressing a gnome, a gnome that is is short by gnomish standards. They have huge white hair, massive white hair. They wear fingerless gloves, and they are wearing many, many layers. And they have a stall which just has the word "magic items" written across the top, and it has nose, a it? series of uh, a series of like trinkets and other items dotted around on this on this fairly fairly small stall. It's in the, it's on the border of an upper market area, so yeah, it could be legit. But he's there, and he's there. Listen, I, yeah, I can I can buy them off you. No problem. But can both do a sense motive check. Yes, yes you can. That's a skill. That is a skill. Um, this is the first time Bertie's ever done it. He's at minus one. I feel that as he's talking to a gnome, there should be some sort of penalty because of Bertie's inherent prejudice. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to like RP like minus three on the roll or something. Uh, 15, minus one is 14, and let's let's say that Bertie rolled an 11 there because he hates he gnomes. Just, just really racist. He just, he just thinks gnomes control crazy. all the world's banks. That's, that's <laughs> Oh, God. Which is ironic because he hangs out with someone who you does. does control it's all the world's also banks. weird because there's actually a banking group called the Halflings of Zurich, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, nonetheless, you are. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he seems legit insofar as it's possible. It's probably going to be a bit of a stretch, so maybe he might try and get you on the price, but. Could happen. Very well. I have these jewels. Now, let me tell you about their origin story. And hmm? let's accelerate time accelerate. on that one. This is, uh, ten minutes later. So, the uh, gnome's looking at them, you know, brings out uh, an eyeglass, has a look at it. Now, if you look at that one very carefully through your fabulous little eyeglass there, you will see reflected within it my beautiful face. Now, I can't if promise it, that that if, will happen if, forever, because soon if, I'm if, going if, to leave. If, 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 if you just step back, I could actually, you know, see the jewel. Mm. Uh, that's fine. Okay, right. Um, he reaches across to uh, mechanical what you'd recognise as basically a cash register. He's chung 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 putting in all the numbers. He's laid out all of the gems in size order and cast order and has them all arranged by cut and so on. He's chung 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 chung. He goes, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I can give you. How's it six thousand pounds? Six six thousand gold. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, I'd probably give it to you in platinum. You know, six thousand is quite hard to shift. Heavy. Yes, yes, yes. That that seems perfectly reasonable. Yeah, it does to me too. Right, okay, give me a second. Reaches on the stall, you hear a... Pulls out. What's actually like two small-ish bags. Drops them down and goes, that's 6,000 gold's worth in plat there. You just keep that under your hat. Good hat like yours. He looks up and up again because you're massive compared to him yep. at your helmet. Yeah, go on. Seems fair to me. Bertie, Bertie checks and counts the gold as mm -hmm. it would, which is perfectly reasonable. You can bite it if you want. It, it, Bertie bites the platinum. It's it seems to be platinum. Tastes platinum-y. 
It does. It does taste of platinum. Reminds reminds me of truffles. <laughs> Very well. Thank you, good sir. But he's surprised because he's either he's either been tricked so well he doesn't realise, or he's just had a positive and honest interaction with a gnome, and he's not sure which unsettles him more. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you know what? It's not often that I'll get to fence this. I mean, yeah, I'm giving you six. I'll, you know, I'll be able to fence this for more. Um, tell you what. He reaches under his thing and passes you, chucks you a little ring, basically. Ooh. It's nondescript. It appears to have an emerald in it. Just goes, tell you what, have one of them. Dime a dozen. It's not a problem. Very fancy. This is some sort of party favour. Oh, it, it repels undead, that does. Repels the undead. Yeah, I mean, nothing high level, but it's, it's worth having. Mm. See, normally, if I wanted to repel the undead, I would just offend them in some way. <laughs> <laughs> You. This will really take the effort out of it. I think you're really very kind. You I'm sure think. you're a gnome? Yes. <laughs> you sure you're not perhaps a skinny dwarf or or a quarterling? No. I, mean, I could I could take it back if you want. No, 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 it's, no, it's fine. Thank, thank, it's, thank it's, you. It's, it's, it's all right. Good. Good. This is excellent. Well, th- thank you so much. Thank, thank. But he's not used to this. Is, oh, very well. well. If I can get anything else for you. Uh, I do feel free to have a look. He's gesturing to the rest of his stall. But he has a look at the items that are available. Give me an appraise check. Uh, right. mm-hmm. Go on, give me oh, a critical fail. Go on. Go on. Uh, 13 plus 1 is 14. Oh, that's not a critical fail. This looks like a set of fairly straightforward magical items. Like, if there's anything fairly banal that you need that's magical, you could get it from this guy probably for a really good price. Uh, I mean, Bertie wants these um, these fancy boots. How um, He won't have them. He won't have them. Okay, fine. Uh, if you're looking at things like uh, potions or some basic ones, things like that. Sure. Well, apart I don't need Mr. Zolf anymore. Yeah, I was about to say. Potions. Exactly. So Bertie, I mean, Bertie can't, uh, he knows full well that he's not going to be able to use wands properly. Sure. If, if there's one going on the cheek that looks a bit fancy, then... Is Tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip past because we'll have to go through every single item Sorry, in detail. Yeah, okay. So eventually he just goes, Listen, I'll tell you what, I can get you a deal on this. It's a uh, it's a wand of cure light runes. It's only got ten charges left, mate. I mean, honestly, like normally people only want them when they've got full sets of charges. Give you this one, tell you what. Twenty gold. Job done. Done, done, twenty gold. Yes, this, there you go, mate. this also is Ooh, excellent. Do you have any gift horses around? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gift horses. Uh, I'll tell you what, I've got a bag What's of holding. What's your horse? I've got a bag of holding for you if you're interested. Ba- bag of holding. Big really? on the inside and the outside. That that does sound useful. How much? Well, I mean, the, the, the catch with this one is like, you know, sometimes it'll like spit the items back out. So, I mean, I'll give you a cut rate, throat rate, call it 100 gold. Yeah? That seems very fair. Excellent. Okay, a, a partially effective. Bag of holding. I see. No, Bertie is Bertie's suspicious. Bertie's suspicious of this man because he's racist. <laughs> he hates gnomes. Yeah, but this is the problem: is when when you're that racist and you have I'm a done. basic level of suspicion, when something legitimately suspicious, it's not blinking above. No. It's, it's a gnome <laughs> radar. Yeah, yeah. Right. Very well. Thank thank you very much. Should Bertie sense motive again at this stage? You can try. You can try one last one time. One last time. Okay. Oh, uh, nine minus one is eight. And you instilled against against my even input. They're minus three because it's a gnome. So oh, no, yeah, yeah, like it's five. what five. this guy is, he's a fool. Yeah, what a, what a chump! I should probably not say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but I said that out loud as well. Ah! The, how, how deep does this rabbit hole go? The gnome briefly hesitates before going, "Oh, uh, me no speaky the English that good. You're still my friend." And apparently that's. That's fine that's for Bertie. Fine. Yeah. That's good. Doesn't, doesn't get it. Well, this just 
continues down the rabbit hole. Why don't we just take a break and then yep. be back in a couple of minutes? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hi everyone, Alex here with a quick message. We've been running ads during Rusty Quill Gaming for a while now. We always wanted this podcast to be free to listen to, so that means that we've needed to run adverts in order to provide the income we need to keep the lights on at Rusty Towers. Now, as part of this process, we need to provide some information about what kind of listeners we have so that we can get better adverts to pay us more money and allow us to make even more free content. Now that's where you come in. If you head on over to rustyquill.com or follow the direct link in the show notes, you'll find a short questionnaire to fill in. All information you provide is anonymous and you don't need to answer anything you don't want to. It's super easy and takes less than five minutes, but we would hugely appreciate it if you could take the time to fill it in. It's a great way to show us your support without spending any money and it will genuinely help us to make more content available in the future. So thanks in advance from me and everyone else at Rusty Towers. And now, let's get back to the farce. Uh, I mean, sure. And welcome back. So with Bertie continuing to clearly rob this foolish gnome, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna skip to Sasha. So Sasha, you head to a healer's awkwardly in the waiting room. Yes, rather than RP it because there'll be a few people to get through. Here so describe the building itself. It is again large, but it's still in the kind of manner that the rest of Prague is, which is mm-hmm. it's quite no nonsense because it's it's down here and that's that's become the style of yep. the buildings. It is, you, you appreciate it in that it's very, very functional, and to your practice eye, it's a very tactical building insofar as there is one main entrance in, there is one main entrance out. Whilst there is a reception desk, in inverted commas, it's about chest high, uh, and it has... Chest high walls. Yeah, it has a chest high <laughs> wall that immediately faces the one entrance, yeah. and there are two other helpful reception desks on either side of the main entrance, also about chest high, but for chest high for different races and have different races behind them presumably it's of course just to make life easier for smaller races and uh, having a look around you notice that the windows are barred probably for for security long story short this is starting to feel a bit more like an urban fortress than a temple it doesn't seem like it's populated by anyone suspicious like i'm again i'm skipping ahead a few stages everyone seems on the level it's just it's not quite the ridiculousness of the apollo lot or the kind of severity, I suppose, of the um, of the Poseidon lot. But long story short, you get shown in to get healed, and um, give me a perception check. So you are waiting outside of a room where someone has basically made some time to help heal you up, and you are aware that you are sort of able to hear what's going on in the room. On the other side of the door. Do you listen? Well, yes. <laughs> Don't be so stupid. I, I was waiting for the question. <laughs> yes. Right. Give me a perception check. 25. 25? So, Sasha. Yep. You are able to hear what's going on. Yep. And what you hear is the following. Right. Grizzup, um, report. Right, okay. So, um, went up to university. Yep. Kind of looking after the, uh, looking for the right magician. And um, it turns out that uh, he's, he's one of the board members. So he's going right to the top. Well, that wasn't priced in, was it? No, it wasn't at all. Uh, so I've got a name. Right. Well, all right, so I chatted to them. They gave me, they spun me a load, but right. apparently part of, the, part of the board. So I went around, did some digging. Turns out it's um, a guy called Franz Kafka. Kafka? Yeah. Isn't he high up there? Oh, he's on the board, I see. Yeah, okay, okay. So, right, well, I've got him to go back, but I need to go back, right? Because, you know, the board were obviously telling me a bunch of lies. So I need to go back, check that 
what you know what what, what they were doing. I assume protecting their owner or something like that. But uh, ultimately, Sasha, you hear a noise that you are not able to really discern what it is. It sounds like a but not a human noise. Maybe an animal of some kind. Well, it sounds quite big, whatever it is. Big yeah. At which point the the woman goes. Right, that's fair enough. Thank you for the report. Um, you know, time's of the essence on this one. Are you able to cover this one on your own, Grizzle? Yeah, I'll get right on it. It's quite a big job, Grizzle. This is kind of getting a bit bigger than we originally thought. You sure you can handle this one? No, as long as they do as much as they're paying us for. If, right. I, need, if I need help, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a big room full of magic. So, you know, I'll probably rustle up some something. All right, well, just keep me posted, all right? And, uh... Try and try and hurry things along a bit. We're on a bit of a schedule. Yeah, shouldn't right be a problem it. for you though. Yeah, no, no, right on it. Yeah, let's go. At which point the door immediately bursts open and describe the person that comes out, Ben. Right. Okay. So it is a little uh, goblin, around about three foot four. No. Uh... Still taller than me. No. <laughs> You're gonna have some serious shrinking issues if any smaller characters come in yeah. maybe <laughs> so it's uh it's skin is it's his skin is uh sort of an uh, an ashen gray uh got long pointed ears that stick almost uh, horizontally off the back of his head uh completely bald um gigantic sort of pure red eyes so like a dog's you can't see the uh what is it, outside the iris, whatever they call it, the whites of the eyes. There are no whites. I want to say there. Corona. It's not. No, it's but... not. I thought that as well. Sclera is the white bit. Yeah, Sclera, yes. Um, and a huge uh, mouth, sort of almost from ear to ear, splitting the bottom of the head. F- far with, too big for his head. Yeah, with, uh, well, as he's kind of like, you know, got his mouth a bit open, uh, rows and rows of very sharp teeth. So pretty bad looking. Bring your head out. Uh, yeah, across his back he has a uh, longbow. Um, well, a go- goblin-sized longbow. It's a short bow. A short bow. Uh, yeah. But a very nice one and a longsword. And he's wearing um, a buckler across his arm with a symbol on it, which is a crescent moon kind of pointed downwards and three arrows crossed through it, which yeah. is a symbol that's kind of around and about. Um, it's not a massive leap to assume that's the Artemis symbol. Yeah. <laughs> Bertie would know that that's the symbol of Artemis. Yes, he, he would. Has symbol of Artemis, but he's, he's too busy there. conning yeah. a gnome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, Sasha, what a fool. Sasha would have seen that symbol on the way into the temple, yeah. on all of the staff at the temple, and she may have begun to put <laughs> <laughs> and three arrows together. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so he's uh, wearing a breastplate with that symbol on it as well, and then sort of simply... The clues continue. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a sign that says, Here be Artemis, and it points. No, he's wearing he's wearing a, a dressing gown which says "I heart Artemis." <laughs> no, but he is wearing sort of practical boots, trousers, almost sort of combat gear, but for this era appropriate, and a sort of half robe. It does almost look like a dressing gown. That's kimono. In very sort of uh, camo pattern. I would say to your practice eye, just to chip in, unlike the Apollo lot, which had completely impractical stuff. And the Poseidon lot, which kind of often either looked like they'd thrown something together themselves or like a ridiculously glorified, like, dress. Of yeah, they, they, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Everyone's own little independent creator. This is... Yeah. Iris yeah. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're up for that, the new mermaid trend. So all, <laughs> of the, all of these 
old wizards with their white hair Not and dyed over blue green tones, oh, and they're okay. all wearing kind of like glittery. Whereas everything that you have seen to do with the Artemis lot is practical in a way that you can appreciate. Yeah. There is nothing here that is a waste of time. There is nothing here that does not have a practical and often very clever use. Nice. Uh, they sound like good people to get healed by. Give me a reflex save. 16. You are not bowled over as this creature leaves <laughs> at immense speed. <laughs> Running well, down the corridor. Immense speed? Well. How fast can they... Are you actually as fast as me? Uh, yes, so... No, is, you're not. Oh, you're not? Oh, no, you've got magical nerves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, this, uh, he is as fast as a fully grown human, but he is only... Pretty so fast. for his size, his his legs are like... Yeah, so he's not super quick, but he is... And I do your little legs. Do your little legs. I thought Groot was cute last night. Yes, that is when we're recording this episode. For those of you in the future, Guardian Galaxy Two has just come out and only little seen it. Oh, and today is International Tabletop Day, guys. Well done. Happy International Tabletop Day. When's International Men's Tabletop Day? Thank you. So heading inside, door opens. You get called in. I should point out. And heading in, it is. It has a certain almost rustic vibe given that you're in an urban centre. There's a lot of wood panelling, there's a hammock at one end, there is a very, very large desk at a back wall behind which a woman is sat. It's a chest high desk. It's, it's not a chest high desk, but you could probably take cover behind it in an emergency. Yeah. She's lounging with her boots up on the desk and is currently um, sharpening a dagger. There are bows and daggers all over the... Um, this doesn't sound like a very professional healing environment. Bear with it. Uh, all over the There's desk. A bear with it. And... <laughs> <laughs> in the corner... That has to stay in the actual podcast. I, I wasn't going to stop it, but now I've got to edit around you saying that. It's just everything's in the bloopers now. Well, it's also because he's jumped the gun. In the corner is a fully grown leopard. <laughs> that makes him better. <laughs> He's just, it's just is, it, is it a quantum leopard? Hey. No. I no, it is not. <laughs> it's a blink leopard. No. It's uh, a leopard. It's larger than you would think an average leopard is, but not me mechanically large. It's just a large leopard. It has a paw sort of... A little extra. A little extra. A little bonus. A bit chunky around the haunches. But uh, it's lingering up on a rafter and he's just sort of examining you. curves and it likes them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's examining you and gives another <sighs> bearing massive teeth. And the woman just goes, oh, yeah, yeah, come in. No worries. Yeah, sit down. Let's have a look at you. Finishes sharpening the knife, puts it in her sheath. What a sassy, vivacious leopard character we've got all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha has not really been to professional healers before, so this could be what they're all like. <laughs> <laughs> she has her suspicions. She closes um, the door, so, up on the bench. Yep, yeah. Sasha takes her jacket off and, uh, so, well, um... Right, stay still. She spits on her hand, puts them together, rubs them, puts them on your back as wait, quick as she wait, can. no, like, so I just, I've got to ask, right, because I know you can heal it. Heal it, healing it, people, people, people are doing, it's just, it, it, it unheals every day, right? All right, well, let me give it a go and see what happens. Spits on the hands again. Basically casts a healing spell, which immediately seems to take effect. That hungover feeling that you have wears off, and uh, she looks at it and goes, looks solid to me. So the problem, I guess, here with magical healing is that no one actually has any clinical knowledge. 
<laughs> Correct. Yeah. There are no studies to refer to. My yeah. heel score of three. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I don't know how I got it, right? Like, I didn't do anything that seemed to, like, get, you know, get this, but it's it's, it's there, and it burns in the morning, and um, I just, you know, if I could just talk to someone about it, uh, would be would be good. As, she, as you're talking, she nonchalantly goes back, sits on the chair, boots up on the table then, starts having a look at you. The uh, leopard jumps down from the rafter, and sort of walks past you, gives you a sniff, recoils a bit, and then uh, goes and sits by her. So, listen, a recurring magical disease, that's not going to be something that just turns up. Yeah, well... Come on. So, it's a Look, you can tell me or you can leave. I don't really mind. It's a very long story. (laughs) (laughs) Let's... 63 hours later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use that opportunity to cut to Hamid. Uh, so Hamid has lived in Prague. He yep. lived in Prague for about three months, yep. about two years ago. Mm-hmm. So he knows where to go. He is going to go round and sell stuff. And he basically knows where to go. He's not going to push hard for good prices. But his diplomacy score means he generally gets what things are worth. Give me a perception check. Uh, 18. 18? Assuming that's a 9 or a 6. Yes, it is a 9. So we have... Obviously, already gone over all of the maths and so mm-hmm. on, so that we know what prices you're getting for everything, and you manage to sell some stuff. What you do see, though, is as you're going past the opera house, there is a massive hoarding <laughs> of your sister. Oh my god! She's there, and she is. Um, she's not like the like big face on it, but she is part of a very large uh, advert for an opera, which is currently taking place at the opera house. And you you see her there. She's definitely more prestigious than she was last time you checked in and it is running for the next week every evening as a sort of special uh, European tour I'm going to walk straight in walk straight in to the box and go to the box office They. this is in Czech obviously hello how can I help you today hello are there any tickets left can I get four tickets to a performance uh, four um, tickets uh, which three no Hamid has forgotten that Zolf has gone. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, certainly. Which day are you looking at? Oh, any, any that uh, I want really good tickets. Um, the front of the stalls, if at all possible. Oh, that's any not going to be today. It's been sold out. They've actually. Oh, no, of course, if it's a they've few got days a new soprano now. and pff, she's kind of hitting it quite hard. Um, I tell you what. Uh, tomorrow evening we've got four. Oh yeah, that'd be brilliant. It's quite expensive. Oh, that's not a problem. Okay, fair enough. Um, that'll be a hundred gold for the four. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome, sir. Well, I wander back out with a smart, big smile on my face. Yep, yep. So, you were selling the stuff. You have successfully done so. You got yourself four opera tickets. Oh. And then you were heading to the meritocratic office to fill in the requisite paperwork. Uh, so first, you go to the bank. Yep. And make the de- requisite deposits in the four individual accounts of the four party members. A uh, bit of an issue. So there's quite a queue. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing works. Oh yeah, we broke it. <laughs> quite a queue at the bank. Um, they do have, they're, they're loudly declaring to a crowd that are queuing. We are able to take deposits at this time, transfers between accounts and transfers in, um, internationally are not being held at this time. We are able to use the bank vaults, but you will only be able to store money locally. We apologise for the inconvenience and we're sure it will be dealt with momentarily. Uh, I'm going to deposit Zolf's share sure. so that when the banking system is back up and running, he has access. They're fine to but do I'll that. take the rest in cash to sure. give to the other two. Okay, that's all fine and dealt with. And last but not least, anything else you want to be doing? Uh, what, the Magic Crash Coffee? Yes. yes, right. That one takes you a while to get to. 
again, for people who know the like, actual layout of Prague, is if you're in the old town, say, of Prague on one side, it, it's a decent walk to get to the other end. There are transports and things that can speed it up, but nonetheless, it's a pleasant enough day and you're not in a rush. You make it up the winding stairs, winding stairs, winding stairs, and you start seeing these you know, very epic depictions of uh, Bolasnok always brooding. It's never like an action shot. It's always watching, surveying, and, and sort of in the shadows and looming, etc. If you hadn't known that Bolasnok was working for the powers of good, you'd almost get an evil vibe. It's very... Batman-y, I suppose. Very Grand Vizier. Yeah, yeah, it has a certain Grand Vizier vibe. But you head up to the top, and again, there's some minor queuing and so on, but your paperwork from Wild gets you straight through very, yeah. very quickly. And you are dealing with a clerk who isn't particularly high up, but can do pretty much any admin that you need them to, because you just have... It's like it's like going to Disneyland, you've just gone, fast track, done. Um, so yeah, I'm going to explain that Zolf uh, has asked to be released from the contract um, and that I'll be taking it on as the leader of the new mercenary company mm -hmm. uh, named London and Other London uh, Outstanding Mercenary Group. Uh, they ask if it's okay to uh, use the acronym LOL on just because um, the way they're transmitting messages at the moment will help shorten it. Yeah, not, not a problem. Okay, yeah, cool. It's absolutely meaningless, isn't it? Yeah. It sounds stupid, but it's, it's yeah. just a more efficient way of messaging. Um, uh, so I'll get the paperwork drawn up with my name on it. Um, I'll explain that there's two other people in the mercenary company, but we're going to look for a th another one um, and make sure that is pre-approved. Yep, yep. Basically all the requisite stuff. Yeah. And it's absolutely fine. Admitly, Boring the admin. Admittedly, the, the next financial year. <laughs> <laughs> At which point the clerk lets you know just how many uh, budgetary expenses you can offset to your tax thanks to Zolf's absence. Anyway, <laughs> we'll go ahead. Did the advantages of his absence never end? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I'm going to skip back to Sasha. We will skip ahead time for all of you insofar as, Bertie, you have taken a long time because whilst you're trying to appear discerning, there's a lot of items to get through with the money that you're dealing with with the person. The admin at Hamid's end is taking, obviously, a long time because a lot of it. When Bertie's trying to look discerning, it mostly involves him looking at a thing and just going off to a special place in his head and just still looking at it just for a lot longer. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just forgets to operate his yeah. face in that time. And Sasha, you have managed to broadly explain how you got your injuries, but I'll let you decide how much you reveal. Yeah, so I uh, was going to say, well, I fell and then I got squashed. So that's why there's a falcon. <laughs> that that requires quite... That's why I've got... I quite like it. It's quite stylish. Yeah, when it's not bleeding. I mean, we do a lot of scarification here, actually. If you want to get it done properly, they can touch that up for you. Uh, would it stop bleeding every day? I mean, looks good to me. It's bleeding every day. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, scarification can take a while. I mean, when... Yeah, it's been too long. All right, okay. Keeps keeps bleeding every day. <laughs> every day. All right. Like, not just a short period, bleeding every day. That's a problem for me, because mm -hmm. I have quite an active career. <laughs> 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 Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. So, uh, there's also a brief period in which I was resuscitated after another active incident in my career, which meant that there was a lot of, of healing work done uh, which has left some other scarring. Does the autopsy scar, uh, does that also bleed? Yep. So like, Yes, it does. So also uh, a bit, like it was quite significant sur 
surgical. Uh, it was a very active career. I wouldn't fret. Like three people on this corridor have already died and come back. Like this isn't. Yeah, I feel like you might be making a mountain out of a molehill here. Every day is quite it's, a problem. It's like I want to say Clive, Clive the Paladin. We've had Dave, Cannon. we've had Steve. Cannon, Clive, Clive the Paladin. Clive, Clive down, Clive down the corridor. He he's got no hand, but he's, he's you just heal it and get on with it. Okay, uh, but like when I am on a assignment in my active career. Sometimes <laughs> it is difficult to access certain kinds of services, and uh, if I am slowed down, uh, that can hinder the carrying out ofment of my own <laughs> career. She, she's tasks. slowly glazing over for professional decorum. She's still like making eye contact with I you, but to... little leopards are starting to dance around her daydreams. I really need to not be getting weaker every day. Right. Look. Comes forward. Okay. Clearly you've got also some... Also, why? Clearly yeah. you've got some kind of magical disease, but if you're not going to tell me how you got it properly, then there's only so much I got I can killed do. and I got brought back. Right. Thank you. Something I can work with. I okay. just said I got resuscitated. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you're a healer. <laughs> I mean, I know. Do you mean resurrection? I don't really know. Right. Look, it sounds to me like you've probably got a botched resurrection and I've got good news and I've got bad news for right. you. Okay. Good news of a botched resurrection is stick with a healer nearby and she seems basically manageable. Like, longer term, you're probably going to have to find a specialist. And I'm going to be honest, like, Artemis, we're, we're doers. Like, we get stuff done, whereas you're kind of going to want to hang around with, like, the Aphrodite lot. They go mad for this kind of thing. Right. They're fiddling around with details a lot. Honestly, they mostly just like talking. That, <laughs> I mean, right. But, okay, right. Look, if you lose an arm, you lose a leg, come here, we're going to be helping you out. I'm going to be honest, it sounds like you're going to need a specialist. Have you gone to the university yet? No, that's on the to-do list. Look, hit up the university, they're right. probably going to have some more info on this. I, I'm, I'm basically a medic. Like, right. you're, yeah. you're a frontline okay. medicine yeah. here. That, that's, that's I mean, just, can, fine. Can, can, just try walking it off. Re- yeah, <laughs> on my back. And, <laughs> and the, yeah. Roll it off. Yeah, roll off, roll, roll off the fact that she's bleeding. Yeah. I mean, Clive, Clive down the skin. corridor, he's, he's got no feet, but he still managed to walk it off, so... Yeah, I mean, to be fair. Well, that's a Clive. <laughs> Lost his feet. Yeah. And died. Keep up. Ter- terrible combine harvester action. <laughs> so I have to say, her bedside manner is almost as good as Zolt's. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got some experience working with people with missing limbs, and I know that they cannot be very productive members of a team. Well, there we go, then. But you, um, What you do is you, you have an owie on your back. Yeah, and, and my and my front and down the, my face and... Uh... You look fine to me. Right, okay, just... Look, go to the university. If it's something that's bugging you that much, go to the university and ask to talk to them. They love this kind of thing. All right. Inexplicable thing, you're probably going to have someone write a thesis on you in a couple of days. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh okay, right. That's, that sounds great. Thank you very much for your help and comfort. Yeah, no problem. Anytime you want to come in. For what it's worth... She genuinely seems to just take that face value. Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, honestly, it's probably not going to slow you down. It'd be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Right, cool, great. Got Have a good just, one. Just big, bleedy falcon on my back. She's already not listening and is <laughs> proceeding to carry on sharpening her blade and kind of daydreaming, presumably You're about leopards again. Over-sharpening that blade. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks at it critically and, yeah, 
I am doing this more as a kind of get out of my office thing. <laughs> like an actual sharpening thing. Yeah. Right, well, um... Cheers. <laughs> I am going to accelerate time at this point. For the sake of my sanity, we will say that you did prearrange a place to all meet up and um, to then make your way to the university. We will say it is mid-afternoon at this point. And you will make your way to a... I hand out the funds to everyone. It is a central square in Prague. It has a what looks like it should be a large fountain in the middle, but instead of having a spire in the middle, it just seems to be a bowl, a, a large bowl around it. And Sasha, give me a perception check. Mm, only, uh, only 17. Oh, that's fine. There is a queue of people. As you are approaching, you see there's a group of ten people in the circle, all holding hands, and then they're gone. It looks like a uh, mage was off to the side. They check a register and then start prepping again, laying incense around the outside and so on. There are about another five people in the queue, one of which is the goblin that you saw earlier at Artemis, who appears to be positively vibrating with impatience. This clearly is like a slow queue, and a bunch of the other people seem, you know, a little bit miffed. He looks... Yeah, he's... <laughs> Come on. You also see Bertie and Hamid all approaching from the four cardinal corners of the square. The timing is exceptional, and it's because I really, really just want to get you guys together again, because splitting the party is driving me crazy. Let's get in this uh, queue. None of us did anything particularly interesting today, did we? No? Okay, let's keep them uh, here's the here's the money, the share. Yay, money! <laughs> um, I'll just talk to the person uh, organising it. Um, we might be able to get up without paying. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to try my luck. Because the international methods of communication and administrative tracking are not currently working, mm -hmm. I'm going to claim that I'm still an associate student member of the Prague University. Whoa. Ballsy. Whew. Um, because We've I was. We've all overused our student... It's true. <laughs> Give it a roll. Give it a diplomacy roll. Because they may not know that I've been kicked out of Cambridge. Give me a roll. Uh, 21. 21. He does not care. <laughs> you just go, oh, hi, yeah, I'm so on with this call. Okay. Like, could not care. It is awesome. the end of their shift. They have been on for the last 10 hours, and all anyone does is complain that teleportation is not fast enough. <laughs> he went to university, and he did a master's in this. He's muttering all of this, of course, under his breath whilst he modifies all of the forms. And then when he notices you're still there, just goes, the queue is there. This is the most clearly identifiable weird character in the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> Please, just get in the queue. Uh, I joined the queue with okay. my two guests. Okay, so you all step into the circle, the mage is guiding you and giving it off by rote in the most bored drawl you can. So you stay inside the circle, hold hands with the person next to you. No, don't be squeamish, we're all sentient beings together. Now, when you enter into the circle, do not step outside the circle during the casting. It goes on and on. In-flight safety. Student summer jobs in-flight safety. It's basically, the exits are everywhere if you step outside the circle and plummet to your death. Um, yeah, it's going on and on and on. Long story short, he just goes right. Is everyone ready? Okay, three, two. At that point, there is a scream from right near the square. It, it sounds like a scream of terror, of revulsion, of absolute panic, at which point, one, and you are teleported up. So yeah, on that note, I think we'll call the end there. 
So yeah, with I'm sure everything's fine. I'm sure everything is fine. And it was a scream or glee that the A party has arrived! Yeah, a party has arrived! Oh, hi. oh goodness me, it's a surprise party. A spontaneous scream party, how delightful! <laughs> Kissogram! <laughs> Yeah, that'll be it. That'll be fine. Yep. Uh, tell you what, then, why don't we uh, hang it up there and then everyone can find out next episode what it actually was, presumably the party. I didn't even tell you guys about the opera tickets yet. Oh. Bye! Bye! Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have. Bad. Yes! <laughs> I have said Bryn Meredith. <laughs> Bryn Meredith and I played Friday! Friday. We have finally fused into a single person. In ah. the worst of the Voyager what episodes. Yeah. It's creative differences. Yeah. Uh, differences. Yeah. Something something to say, and, and I, I quite like you saying that Bertie has to be in aiming out, not out aiming in. It's, it's really you're just... not. Better the devil you know. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. Quoting the late, great John Major. He's not dead at the time of recording, but hold that hope. Carry <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Actually, in terms of former Conservative Prime Ministers, he's, he's pretty inoffensive. He, he is the best living one. <laughs> Carry on. As continues the list of jokes that will might make it to blooper and no further than that. Fair enough. Only because they're so niche, because we have an international no, listenership. We're not, we're not the civil service, we're not in Perder. Like, I can comment on this sort of stuff. I don't know what Perder is. Look, it's, it's an is. even more niche joke, which <laughs> yeah. is absolute gold. Oh, I love <laughs> it. I love <laughs> Thank it. You. You see? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. <laughs> 